Hey, happy Monday everybody. Good to see a bunch of you jumping on. Uh, welcome to Monday the 4th of May and for all the Star Wars fans, this is a fun day for you guys. But uh, we, we don't believe in the Force, we believe in the Living God. And uh, it's a wonderful day. Monday, 4th of May and uh, here we are on level four of the lockdown. For many people, not a lot of difference from what we've experienced at level five. But uh, for those of us in the, the, the suburb immediately surrounding Breakthrough, where we located, uh, five and a half hours of a power cut this morning certainly wasn't the way we were looking forward to launching level four. So it has been quite a, an interesting morning, has it not? But uh, what I just uh, want to encourage you with this morning is uh, from Philippians chapter 3. And, uh, you know, we were taking time over the weekend uh, just to look at this whole thing of the Lord causing us to grow and to become stronger, even in and through times of suffering or constraint or hardship. And uh, in Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10, Paul says, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So this uh, passage in Philippians 3 is uh, basically saying, there's a good reason for us to participate in the fellowship of the sufferings of Jesus. Because if we identify with him in his death, burial, resurrection, if we identify with him in his sufferings, we too will also get to identify with him in his resurrection. And we all want that resurrection power to be flowing um, powerfully uh, in and through our lives. And uh, the other major thing that Paul draws out for us is that there are many things that we've done, we've accomplished, we've, we've made it so far. But that's not the end goal yet. We haven't fully attained that which we're going after. The, the very reason, the, the, the purpose of God's call upon our lives and every single one of us have been called to be his disciples. We've been called to to come into the kingdom, therefore we are called ones. In fact, church comes from the Greek word ekklesia, which means the gathering of the called out ones. So you are called. There's a calling on your life, and you haven't fully uh, achieved and attained everything that God has called you for. And so the encouragement is not to become disappointed and, and uh, disillusioned, by what you haven't attained, but 
to take time to refocus your your energies, your attention, and to align your internal desires and purposes with God's desires and purposes for you, and then to set yourself to go after it again. And so don't allow the disappointments of the past and the failures of the past to hold you back. I just thought this was a really important thing for us just to take some time on this morning because as we've been in lockdown multiple weeks and we begin to look towards the future and uh, we might look on the, on the back of these weeks of lockdown and say, Yo, I didn't actually accomplish nearly as much as what I'd hoped to accomplish. I thought I'd read this many books. I thought I'd, uh, you know, study this kind of uh, uh, material or this volume of things. Uh, thought I would accomplish all these different um, aspects. We set for ourselves individual goals, and maybe we didn't achieve them. Maybe there are things in our character that have been exposed during this lockdown period. You know, we're confined. We get a bit grumpy. We can get on each other's toes a little bit. Whatever the case might be, and uh, and we blow our stack, and then we get dis disappointed. Like you know what, I shouldn't have done that. I I I should be far further down my journey of discipling with Jesus, and I shouldn't be responding and behaving in that way. And we can get into a mode of introspection, and then we can get into a downward spiral. The words of Paul here to the Philippians is exactly what we need. Basically, what he's saying, you know what. That's not going to help you, so stop it. Here's what I found. Forget everything that's behind. The good, the bad, the indifferent, the neutral, whatever it is. Just leave it. The past is in the past, but our future lies in front of us. And that's the thing that counts. So don't allow your past to weigh you down. Now we've got an amazing um, mechanism to sever us from the past. The thing that cuts the, the ropes that tie us to the disappointments and the negative experiences of the past. Those memories of regret. The thing that cuts those ropes is repentance. It's when we say, Jesus, that past doesn't agree with what you had in mind. And I'm agreeing with you. The confession is I agree that the past is bad and needs to be left behind. And so now I'm turning my back on the past and I'm actually wanting to renew my mind and reach out for the future. And you know, His blood is so powerful to forgive us uh, sins of commission and sins of omission. So commission, the things that you've done that you should not have done. And omission, perhaps the things that you were called to do, the things that you should have done, but you didn't end up doing. And so whether it's commission or omission, he does not want us to live in regret. He wants us to leave the past in the past and to reach out for the future. So forget what's behind. Let's press on. And so the phrase that was running through my mind for you this morning was, let's keep on keeping on. No matter the challenges, the difficulties, you know, we thought, wow, We've moved from lock, level 5 on lockdown to level 4. Things are going to shift into another gear. And then, whew, there we go. 7 o'clock this morning and power's out for five and a half hours. And, uh, you know, well, what's this all worth? And, you know, is it? And so we can get really negative about things. I think the Holy Spirit is jumping in right here, right now and saying, stop it. 
leave the past, let's not live in regret, and let's begin to turn our eyes to the Lord. The plans, the purposes, the prophetic words, the promises that He's given us, they still stand. He is our solid rock, our firm foundation. And so we're going to be standing on Him and what He says, not on what our past says. And so let's leave that behind us and let's move on with the things of God. Can we begin to pray for our nation? That our nation would not live in a place of regret. You know, there's so many, well, what if we'd done this? What if we'd fixed Eskom? What if we'd stabilized things? What if we'd worked on the economy? What if we'd been so um, intentional about corruption the way we we worrying about a virus? The virus is hardly doing anything compared to what corruption did. How many billions were stolen? How many lives were lost? based on corruption and nothing was done and now all of a sudden we're shutting everything down and uh, it's it's a massive response for uh, f for a virus that's going to affect um, you know just a certain portion of the population and we can jump on board all these different um, debates and, and discussions and so on and, and we can get into regret we should have done this we should have done that and why didn't somebody do this and so on and so forth folks that's not going to help us we are where we are right now. And Jesus knows exactly where we are. Now, He knows how to get us from where we are to where we need to be. Individually, as families, as the city of Joyburg, as the nation of South Africa, and even the nations of the world. And uh, wherever you're watching from, let's begin to pray that the Lord would help those who are governing in our local areas, our local governments, our local representatives. The Lord would help them to break from the shackles of the past and begin to reach forward for a new day, a new season, and new beginnings. So Lord, we do. We pray for our uh, officials here in our city. And we ask, Lord, that you'd be merciful to them. That you would give them the grace and the power and the strength to break from the past which has held them in captivity and bondage. We ask, Lord, that you would cause them to rise up out of any um, place of regret and despair and just going around the, in the same circle around and around over and over and not breaking out of that uh, cycle and moving forward. So we're asking, Holy Spirit, would you visit our leaders powerfully, would you break off the chains that bind them, that keep them coming back to the same post? We ask, Lord, for innovative thinking to burst into their minds. Just like when the power came back on, all of a sudden things got going again. We're asking, Holy Spirit, would you come in your power and would you ignite those who are our elected officials? Would you cause them to leapfrog into the new? Would you cause them to have the energy and the courage and the, the capacity to bring us forward? So we're asking, Lord, at a very practical level for um, our electricity power supply, for water and for sanitation. We're asking for those who are collecting our rubbish. We're asking for those, Lord, who are to take care of safety and security. We're asking, Lord, for health care. We're asking, Lord, for every aspect of local government. 
that there would be a, a cause for righteousness, that there would be a fast forwarding, there would be a fast tracking of Christians, of believers, of those who would stand for righteousness and integrity in every sphere and every circle of our society. We're asking, Lord, our city, which is broken in so many ways, Holy Spirit, you spoke to us out of Isaiah 61 that we would be those who would repair the ruined city. Lord, cause your people to rise up. We're asking for divine favor to rest upon breakthrough and the families. That when there's a job to be done, when there's a tender, when there's uh, an opportunity to make a difference in our particular area of training and skills and expertise, Lord, that we would be chosen to make a difference. We're asking for that favor which comes not from the east, not from the west, not from man, but it comes from above. Lord, let your favor rest upon us that we would be the ones getting the jobs. We would be the ones getting the phone calls. We would be the ones who would be in the right place at the right time. And then suddenly somebody says, I've got this for you. Please, would you step in and do it? Lord, would you give us the courage, the boldness, the capacity, the wherewithal to be able to do jobs diligently and effectively and efficiently, cost effectively. And we're asking, Lord, for jobs that are done well, that would last, that would bring great peace and prosperity to the city. Lord, we ask for our, our president, that you would help him, that you would help him, Lord, to break from the past and to be able to reach for the future, that we would be led into a better day. We're asking, Lord, that you would bring people around him who would strengthen him and encourage him, would speak a right word at the right time, that would uh, even use uh, words in their sentences that our president has been crying out for in private. There would be a confirmation, even if it's talking about something else. But words would be used that would have a meaning to him and would cause him to have a, a strength and a resolve on the inside to move forward. And that we might uh, see our leader um, shepherding us as a nation into um, better pastures. We're asking, Lord, that the, the vultures that are circling would be driven away. So we're asking, Lord, that you would send by the winds of the Spirit and you would release your angelic forces that would shift aside the tides of darkness and the vultures that circle around our nation, uh, looking to feed on corruption and corrupt activities. We're asking, Lord, that that would be banished from our nation. Lord, we're asking for a divine supernatural intervention in South Africa and in our city, that truly we would be a city of joy, a place of rejoicing, a place of celebration and dancing in the streets again. We ask that this indeed would be Joyburg, that your name would be glorified, that the city of gold would become the city of glory, that you would pour out your spirit again, and that you would cause your sons and daughters to be revived and renewed and refreshed. And cause us, Lord, to be the salt and to be the light. And to be the agents of change, the advance of your kingdom in this place at this time. So we thank you, Lord, that we can leave the past behind us. And by the empowering of the Spirit, that you cause us to be able to stretch ourselves and to reach forward 
for the divine purposes and calling that you have for us. For surely you have put us in this city on purpose for a purpose. And it's your purposes. May your purposes be established in our lives and in the city. To you, Jesus, the King of all kings and the Lord above all lords, may your name be magnified and glorified. We give you praise. We give you honor. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you joining us today. This time on our uh, website. Please uh, feel free to do that. Um, uh, there's a form that you can fill in. If there's any particular need, prayer need that you have, please fill out the form. And uh, we have a prayer team that's ready waiting and will make personal contact with you and uh, pray with you and release a prophetic word. If you're just needing a prophetic word for your business, uh, for whatever situation you're asking the Lord for intervention, uh, just reach out and, and the folks will will uh, be happy to, to minister to you in that way. Uh, if you're not yet part of a community connect group, uh, this is the way in which we are taking care of one another. And you can also reach out through one of the forms on our website and we'll allocate you to one of the groups uh, as soon as we can. And this makes all the difference in terms of walking the journey together, uh, being connected and um, being encouraged. We're able to take care of each other in practical ways. Got some really good news that's going to be coming up in the next few days. We'll be communicating through our um, community connect groups. And so you, you definitely want to be part of that. Bless you guys. Been uh, lots of fun to be with you. And uh, happy Monday. And uh, we look forward to being with you again tomorrow. Lots of love.